0: Do not leave this podcast without going to the link in the show notes or description and clicking on the link to learn our centralization process. We will show you what you're missing in your SADCA recovery. And in this link, there will be a very important opportunity at the end for you to learn exactly what this plan could look like for you. Hello and welcome to episode 98 of the Low Back Pain Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Grant Elliott with Rehab Fix Online Low Back Program. Today's topic is, can you lift with satica? We're going to dive into that today, go over a few exercises that maybe we should and should not do, and most likely debunk a lot of the myths that you have been told about working out or training with satica from mainstream medical models thus far. As always, if you have not joined my private Facebook group yet, it is called Rehab Fix Low Back Program, and you should look it up on Facebook right now and join it, answer the questions, because upon being added to this, we will tag you in our step-by-step satica guide that we have used to help thousands of people so far around the world resolve their satica. We literally give you our step-by-step guide for free. It is up to you to go through it. And to figure out what is gonna work for you, but we give you our guide. And there's also tons of additional information in there, and you get to connect one on one with me and other team members of Rehab VIX. So you need to go join that because there's thousands of dollars worth of information. Rehab VIX low back program, also linked in the show notes below. Now, can you lift with Sadika? Here's the sad part, all right? Tons of our clients have been told to stop exercising, especially those with disc issues and sciatica issues. Why, you might ask? I've never heard a good justified reason to why. They typically say why and they say, oh, it's just going to make you worse and it's bad for the disc and it's going to hurt the nerve and cause nerve damage and all this nonsense that is not true at all. So first off, can you lift with satica? The answer is yes, but we need to dive into the context a bit to explain why further. So on the surface level, yes, we can exercise with sadica. There's no reason why we cannot. We have some clients that say if they stop exercising, they will immediately feel worse. Like the weeks that they don't exercise, the weeks that they don't move, their sadaka is much worse than otherwise. So this is obviously an indication that you should continue to exercise with sadica. If someone is telling you to stop exercising, Even though you notice that it makes you feel better and they're saying, oh, well, we don't care. Stop doing it. That's a bozo. Okay, let's let's stop seeing that individual. Let's stop taking that advice because that's complete nonsense. Now, for some of you, some of you find that certain exercise flare up your satica or maybe you're not sure which exercises flare up your satica. And so you're not sure if you should stop going to the gym, you're not sure if you should keep going or not. Well, let's cover some of the most common exercises that might flare up your satica. A lot of our clients who are really into lifting typically find that back squats, RDLs, sometimes deadlifts, sometimes deadlifts, but mainly back squats, RDLs, single leg RDLs, And sometimes leg extensions will flare up their satica. Now, why is this? Uh, This is because most individuals with satica will have significant nerve tension, meaning that if you have satica in your leg and you notice it's really tight down that leg, trying to bend over to touch your toes is extra tight in that leg. Trying to tie your shoes, extra tight in that leg. You try to stretch that hamstring, it makes it worse actually. okay. Well, what is an RDL or a hinge-based movement? It is extending that hamstring, that knee even further so that it is stretching that nerve even further. And that might be too much load at this point in time. So that might actually stress it in a not so good way. and could leave you flared up and could leave you feeling a little bit discouraged about your gym sessions, feeling like you might need to be one of those people who needs to take time off from the gym, but really it's just a few exercises you're doing. Leg extension, same thing. If you're sitting really upright and you extend your legs very far, it might be stretching that nerve. You might be having a bad experience doing that. And then a lot of our clients who are passionate about squatting find that back squats just tend to be a trigger for them and they feel much better doing front squats. So perhaps you might want to modify your current squatting routine to front squats or Goblet squats. Goblet squats are a squatting position that we use for a lot of our clients to transition them back into regular squatting, back into barbell squatting. We typically go from our core stability and spine stability movements to goblet squats, to front squats, to back squats. That's usually the transition that we use, ensuring that the individual is pain-free at each stage before moving to the next one. Now, with deadlifts, some people feel really good after doing deadlifts. Some people are like, oh my gosh, if I do deadlifts, my static is gone. Some people say, if I do deadlifts, I'll feel broken the next day because of that sensitivity. This is just this is just hit or miss, okay? You might be in this boat. You might not be. Um, it just depends on your experience. But of course, my advice is going to be that we actually address the root of the issue before we start loading you to the degree of a weighted back squat or a weighted deadlift, depending on your level of sensitivity. So if you were to go into the gym and you were to formulate a routine that does not include these common triggers that we discussed today, okay, then you could very well continue to train hard in other ways and not make your situation any worse. Let's say RDLs do cause a flare-up. Let's say um, leg extensions do cause a flare-up. Let's let's just say certain exercises cause these flare-ups, okay? It doesn't even mean that you need to totally eliminate these exercises. Just perform the range that remains pain-free. If you're doing RDLs, let's say once you go past your knee, let's say once you go past your knee, you feel that nerve flare-up. All right, keep doing RDLs, just don't go past your knee. If you can do RDLs pain-free, at a limited range and you feel okay after the gym, okay that evening and okay the next day, you can keep doing that by all means. And you can continue to progressively load in that. If you happen to feel like, let's say leg extensions is a little bit bothersome, don't go all the way up. Go three-fourths the range. Might not be the most ideal, Of course, we want to address the root of the issue so you can do normal leg extensions eventually, but at this time, maybe instead what we focus on is the negative. You only go three-fourths the way up, but then we really do a nice slow negative, a big stretch at the bottom, and then we go back up. There's other ways to get more out of these movements. You don't have to go full range of motion. It's going to trigger it. So even though you might find these certain exercises do bother your satica, You still don't even have to stop them. We can just simply modify them so you can keep them in your routine, but in a way that they're not going to cause you to go two steps forward, two steps back, maybe two steps forward, half a step back. But that's still consistent progress, right? Now, our recommendation is mostly to hey, if there's certain exercises that are going to bother us, let's just. Take a chill pill from those right now, and then return to them in the near future. Because with our clients, I mean, we get we get fast results. I mean, I'm just I'm just gonna say it right. If someone comes to us with satika, on average, we get thirty to forty percent improvement during their first appointment with us. So, let's say that person flares up from RDLs. We know that they're probably gonna be able to do RDLs within two to three months, no matter what. So. We're not coaching them on pain management. We're coaching them on, hey, you know what? If RDLs is something that triggers you, let's just not do those because you're going to be able to do them perfectly in two to three months anyway. So let's just not do them right now. Let's modify for other hamstring training exercises so you don't lose your hamstring strength. It's just going to be in a way that doesn't trigger it. That's what we do with most of our clients because, I mean, why risk it? We know we're going to be able to recover anyway. So we just see uh, you know, the emphasis of why put ourselves in potential risk for any kind of setback because we want to be five steps forward, zero steps back every week. That's what we want to see with our clients. And that's typically what we get if we're able to manage these additional factors. So with that being said, if your doctor is telling you that you have sadica and you should stop working out, that's baloney. If they're telling you have a disc herniation, you should stop working out, that's baloney. If you're telling them that certain exercises hurt and they're not coming up with modifications for you and they're not coming up with a plan for either how to modify those movements or how to work around those movements for the time being, then that's baloney. You need an effective plan with individuals who actually understand training, who understand the body, who understand physical medicine, who understand mechanics of these types of low back issues, in many, 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 many general providers and Kairos and PTs do not. That's just the fact of the matter, okay? There's a reason low back issues are the number one disability in the world because they're managed very poorly. And we like to think we do an okay job. So whoever you're taking advice from, make sure they understand these things. And this can even be a screening process that you can use for your future providers to determine if they're going to be in the right camp or not. Uh, a lot of our clients do once they move on from our program, they use these kinds of questions as screening tools for additional help in the future. Well to be honest, most of the time with even other injuries, shoulder injuries, neck injuries, um, they usually just come back to us, <laughs> to be honest. So it it is what it is. When you when you get results, you don't want to even mess with the other model anymore. So you can lift with Satica. I hope that this podcast was helpful to better understand maybe some of the mechanisms behind that. In addition, to, to further understand what other exercises might bother satika, I'm going to leave a link to a video I made in the show notes. It's going ca- to say "Satika explained, and it's going to show a diagram of me kind of wearing a spine, wearing a satika nerve model to explain why bending forward, hinging forward might cause these symptoms. In addition, other movements we might not want to do could be things like toes to hamstring stretches, piriformis stretches, crunches, a lot of things like that, that tend to pick the scab a little bit. But once again, these are contextual. Um, There are some people that talk to us that say, Hey, I can actually do those things. And we say, okay, great. Then keep doing them. No problem. Right? Well, let's modify the other things that do matter. Ultimately, I'm just talking to a camera right now into a mic. I don't know you, necessarily i don't know your exact situation but if you would like me to know your exact situation so that we can appropriately help you and provide you with that plan that you're looking for then let's set up a meeting submit an application i would love to meet you i would love for our team to be able to meet you and learn more about you and learn how we can help and there's many ways that you can reach out to us submit an application you can use a link in the notes to learn about our Satica centralization process. And that'll also give you the ability to get a demo with us and interact on our Facebook group. Get involved. Rehab Fix Low Back Program Facebook page. Get involved. Learn more about what we do. Get involved with the community. Show that you're invested in making a change, okay? If you want to get better, you got to do something different than what you've been doing the last week. Just this morning, I was on my bike. I was on one of my rides and I did a little bit of preaching action into the microphone. And I simply just said, hey, if you don't like where you're currently at, what are you doing today to make it so that you're not going to be in that same situation this next week? Okay. If this last week you were complaining about your job or your health or your finances or your relationships, whatever, what are you doing right now to make sure that next week that's not a complaint of yours? If you're talking about your low back every day to your family, to your friends, to your coworkers but you're not doing anything about it then nothing's going to change you you don't have a right to complain and that's just the that's just the harsh reality okay if you're not actively doing something about your situation you don't have a right to complain keep taking action on what you want to change take action on your goals I care about you. I care about your goals. I want you to win. So let's do something about your situation. Let's get you sadaka free. Let's get you pain free, get you back to living the life that you deserve. We want to see you win. We would love to see you in the winner's circle in our program and guiding you every step of the way towards success because your situation can change. You just have to believe it. So I look forward to seeing your application soon. I look forward to meeting you soon. I look forward to seeing you on our private Facebook group soon. Be sure to look at the links in the show notes to get more information on how we can kind of get this process started and show you what's possible. As always, if you are watching on YouTube, please like, comment, and subscribe. If you are listening on your favorite podcast platform, please leave a five-star rating and review so that we can grow this podcast that is a free way to give back, absolutely free way to give back. We would greatly appreciate it so we can reach more people because there's people out there struggling who are looking for help or having a hard time finding help. And if this podcast grew in its ratings, these people would be able to find it and they could get the help that they deserve. As always, move more, move in nature, move in the sun. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day.